This is a trigger warning that the following podcast talks about eating disorders. If this affects you, please see the show notes for resources. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Eat With Ali podcast. Today's episode is going to be all about challenging your fear foods. We'll be talking about what exactly fear foods are, the brain's relation to fear foods, why it's important to address your fear foods, and of course, how to challenge your fear foods. How do you overcome your fear foods? Well, stay tuned and listen in because you'll find out soon. Now, before we get into this, I have some homework for you to do. I want you to go out and buy a box. It can be big and small, pretty much just a size that will suit you after I explain why I want you to buy this box. Or alternatively, you can have a document on your phone notes or something like that if that's easier for you. Just something that is easy for you to access. Okay, so whether you get a box or you use your phone notes, what I want you to do is put everything in this box. I'm just going to keep saying box for the sake of this, okay? That makes you feel calm and happy. And I want you to come to this box every single time you're feeling anxious or maybe you're feeling uncomfortable with something to do with your recovery or maybe you're having some sort of spiraling thoughts to do with your eating disorder or you're listening to your eating disorder's voice that is telling you to take part of unhealthy behaviours. So your homework is first of all thinking of things that make you happy, what it is that you want to put in this box. Like for example, go and get everyone that you care about that you have a very functioning relationship with to write down some qualities about you that they think of you. So if you're in an anxious place, you can come to these notes that they've written for you about you and it can just remind you that you are loved, first of all. Or have photos of people that you have a very warm and secure relationship with. Maybe you have a favourite song album that you like listening to. Put that in the box as well. Put your favourite candle scent in this box. Put a puzzle or a colouring book in this box. Obviously, if you're doing it on your phone notes, it becomes a bit harder to put a colouring book in a phone note. But you can always just prompt yourself on your phone notes and be like, go find that colouring book. But pretty much fill this box or phone notes with whatever it is that makes you genuinely feel happy. It makes you feel happy, it reminds you of love, and it makes you feel calm. It will help you calm you down. This box is your safe space that you can come to to help you come back to a rational mindset. It's your own little serotonin boost and I think it will be a very nice way to just remind you that you love and are loved. It's also going to help you practice being in an irrational headspace. 
because you're going to this box for a reason. It's because you're feeling irrational and anxious. And so the more that you prompt yourself to come to this box or your phone notes, you are learning more about yourself and becoming more aware of when it is or why it is or how it is that you are feeling irrational and anxious. And you are learning to de-escalate and also redirect your mind to healthier and calmer activities or things to think about. Put stress balls in there. Put your favorite toy in there. Put your favorite souvenir from a holiday you've been to in there. Whatever it is that puts you in a happier state. This box is for you and only you. So get on it. Okay? So write down whatever it is that helps you be in a better mindset and then go get it. Go put it in this box. And if you can, even try to have an item for all senses. If it comes to hearing, maybe you can get a, a seashell or something and you know how you can hear the ocean through it. Yeah, we'll do that. That'll be cool. But those are just some examples, of course. Go and make this box for you and fill it with everything that fills you with love and joy. Put a photo of me in there if you like. <laughs> just whatever is going to put you in a better mindset. That is the point of this. Okay. The aim of this is to teach you to redirect your mindset to healthier and happier thoughts, especially when you're in an anxious state. And of course, to get yourself more familiar of when you are in an anxious mindset so that you can de-escalate those thoughts. Okay? Now with that out of the way, let's get into today's episode. If we want to understand what our fear foods are, we need to understand what fear is. And fear pretty much is an emotion that we have that is designed to protect us from threats. Our sympathetic nervous system is triggered when we perceive danger. And when we perceive danger, that's when our flight, fight or freeze response comes in. So a small part of our brain that is located in the brain stem is called our amygdala. Interestingly, our human brain has evolved from the brain stem. And some animals, including reptiles, only have a brain stem. And so we often refer to our brain stem as the reptilian brain. And our reptilian brain is responsible for anything survival related. So when our reptilian brain feels threatened, it responds without first consulting the cerebral cortex. And this is our logical part of our brain. So quickly, if you haven't gathered, this is why I'm saying you need to create this box as something to do for your brain to start getting you to consult with your cerebral cortex. When you're thinking in survival mode and you're all anxious and thinking irrationally, the more you start to redirect your brain to go to your special box with memories and pictures and everything that makes you feel happy and calmer, you are bringing your cerebral cortex into the matter. And the more that you do this and the more that you practice this, it will help you redirect and de-escalate these anxious and irrational thoughts, which of course will help you with recovery and help you not take part of the unhelpful behaviours that have to do with your eating disorder. Do you see where I'm going with this? So of course in times of actual danger, you're being chased by a, a wild donkey or something like that, you were going to need to run away. And that's what our brainstem was initially made to be used for. Think caveman days. But now... We think it with almost everything. We think with fear with fucking everything. Maybe not everything, but it certainly seems like it, doesn't it? Especially when you're in an anxious state. So it's important for us to try to be able to identify when fear is actually something valid for us to be feeling, or we're thinking with fear rather than love, and we are thinking illogical because we're not consulting with our cerebral cortex. So when it comes to fear foods, You've convinced yourself that you are afraid of this food, when in reality, it is not a donkey chasing you. 
What you're actually afraid of is the uncertainty of what would happen if you eat these foods again. Or you're afraid of the narrative that you've created in your head that would happen if you eat these foods. Or maybe you fear eating the foods that you used to binge and therefore purge afterwards, and you fear eating it again, and the binging and purging cycle will occur again. You're afraid of the change, and that's why your brain is making all of these foods that you fear off limits. So if you fear the unfamiliarity of what would happen if you started eating these foods again, if you fear eating what you've avoided eating for so long because of these beliefs that you've put into your head about these foods, well, it's going to help you to start visualizing yourself eating these foods. Your safe foods feel safe to eat because you're used to eating these foods. Your brain has become familiar of what happens when you eat these foods. That's why it's your safe food. And that's why you don't fear the familiar. There's no uncertainty about these foods anymore. So when you visualize something, you activate the same parts of your brain that you would if you were actually actioning the thought that you were visualizing. And so to visualize yourself eating your fear foods first, it's going to help trick your brain into thinking that you've eaten these foods. Because when you are eating a food, especially if it's the first time or the first time in a while, that's when your fight, flight or freeze response comes in. So by imagining yourself eating your fear foods before you actually do, this will help you familiarize yourself and engage in the activity of eating these fear foods again. And to familiarize, it's going to help to try and engage all of your senses, just like your little special box that you're going to create for yourself. And this progress, of course, is going to be very challenging. This is something you feared eating for so long. But this is when stepping out of your comfort zone is going to help come in handy. And of course, remembering why it is that you were trying to challenge these fear foods, which of course we'll be getting into soon. So stay tuned. But try to visualize what the food will smell like, what it will taste like, what sounds you may hear when you eat it. What are your surroundings when you eat these foods? Get as clear as you can as to what this process will look like and feel like. Get your brain more familiar with eating these foods. Activate those neural pathways. But of course, even in doing this, it's not going to make you 100% ready to conquer your fear foods. Because we will never be 100% ready for anything. But of course, this will help you. This is like your soft and your bold actions. Your soft action is imagining what it will be like to eat these foods again. And then, of course, your bold action is eating your fear foods again. And you can do it. You can ask yourself as you're prompting questions like, where will you be? Who will you be with? What time do you plan on eating these foods? What will you be wearing? What will the food be, of course? What will it taste like? What will my surroundings be like? What will I hear? What will I see? How do I think this will make me feel? But also, how do I want to feel about this? Because maybe, but like, be honest with yourself. Maybe you know that you will feel very scared and fearful of eating your fear foods. But what you want to feel is courageous and excited to step out of your comfort zone. And you can get to what you want to feel. You just have to face your fears first. So what are fear foods then? Fear foods are foods that you have labeled as being bad or unhealthy. And because you have this negative stigma around these certain foods, you try to avoid them or restrict them or eliminate them in some sort of way. Now, these foods, if you ever eat them or you're considering eating them, cause you to feel anxiety, guilt, shame or fear. You may also feel uncomfortable eating your fear foods. And these irrational thoughts that you think about your fear foods have a lot to do with how you think it's going to impact your body or your weight. 
and you start having unhealthy limiting thoughts about these sort of foods as well that if you eat it it will make you fat or that it will make you even more worthless than you think you are at the moment which is not true full stop and although there are common foods that people fear it is very individual it depends on the person and of course a big influence as to what you fear to eat has a lot to do with what you've restricted in the past now some indications that maybe this is a fear food of yours include feeling like you can't have these foods in your home you may start to avoid social situations where you know that this food may be present and you fear the anxiety that might come with it another indication includes creating rules about how much or when or how frequently you can have this food or you experience feelings of guilt and shame or uncomfort when you think or eat these foods and this can lead to then over exercising to get rid of it or even purging it out you may also refuse to keep these fear foods that you have out of your home and although it is common to have fear foods it's not something that we should have we didn't come out of the womb thinking ah oh, no nah, can't have donuts that's fucked or i can't have any carbs because it's going to make me fat like no it's come from somewhere hasn't it these fears are coming from somewhere and that can change depending on every single individual however keep in mind that we are not talking about foods that you are allergic to and fear eating it because you will have an allergic reaction i think that's pretty fair enough these are foods that you've had no medical advice to avoid eating because of food allergies for example and instead you just fear them because of maybe what the media's put out there or rules of diet culture or having body image concerns reasons like that if you avoid challenging your fear foods you may start to feel more anxiety around eating food if you're trying to avoid thinking or eating your fear foods to help calm your anxiety that's only going to help possibly calm your emotions towards those fear foods in the moment but in the long term you're just bottling up all of these feelings about food and not facing how you actually feel your eating disorder voice will become stronger because you're letting it determine what are good foods and what are bad foods and then when you have this mentality about good and bad foods that's when you'll start to eat your quote unquote forbidden foods and then if you eat those forbidden foods that may lead to the binge then purge and then restrict cycle no it's also important to address your fear foods so that you stop isolating yourself. Go to that group lunch, go to that exciting new restaurant for dinner. And it may be challenging at first to go to these places, but you step out of your comfort zone and you go and you enjoy that delicious food and you have a good time. And hey, if you get rid of this mindset that you need to avoid certain types of foods, how are you going to develop your taste palate? There are so many amazing foods out there and meals out there that you need to go and discover. And being afraid of certain food groups or certain foods in general is going to hold you back from that. No more. And it's important to challenge your fear foods as well because it's going to help you have a more enjoyable and relaxed relationship with food. It is so important to have a healthy relationship with yourself and with food. And whilst you have fear foods, that is stopping you from having a healthy relationship with food. And this will also help counter your good food and bad food beliefs. And also, the longer you avoid eating your fear foods, the scarier it will become to eat them. And the first time you eat your fear foods is not going to be easy, not at all. But the more you practice it, the more you are replacing the unhealthy habits. 
But if you continue to avoid eating your fear foods, you're just going to have more fear. You'll strengthen your perception on these certain foods. And you're just going to have more anxiety and a shit time. And of course, it's important for you to challenge your fear foods because it's going to help you with your recovery. You are facing your fears and you are challenging your eating disorder mindset. And the more that you practice challenging your fear foods, the more you will change your habits and your way of thinking. But if you don't face your fears, well, nothing can change. And are you happy having this fear constantly surrounding you and flooding your thoughts? Are you happy being afraid of eating particular foods that makes you put yourself down if you even consider it, let alone eat it? Are you happy having to avoid certain situations and isolating yourself because you fear your fear foods and you fear exposing yourself to being around them or being offered these foods and not knowing how to say no to it? Are you happy living in fear? Are you happy living in fear of your eating disorder and what your eating disorder is making you believe to be true? That you should fear certain foods. Face your fears. And so to challenge eating your fear foods, we've already talked about visualizing eating the foods first, but we're going to go over many different ways as to how you can challenge eating your fear foods. Try to start at a point that either maybe seems accessible for you or something that even hopefully excites you to try and give a go. The beauty of having multiple different tips is that it will help you to learn more about yourself and discover what areas are your strengths and what other areas you can work on and improve on yourself with. But you won't know any of this unless you try. You need to try and remain repetitive and consistent with everything as well. You're not going to try one tip and be like, yep, I tried once and voila, life changed. You need to remain consistent and you need to always come back to the question as to why you were trying to make these changes. And it has to come down to wanting a better version and a better life for you. You want to grow some self-love. You want to have a healthy mindset and improve your mental and physical health. This all comes back down to your eating disorder and what it is limiting you from achieving and feeling. Fuck off eating disorder. But there are so many different components to your eating disorder and also mindsets and behaviors that you have to change. Your eating disorder is so much more than the food itself. Even with this whole fear of fear foods, there wouldn't be a problem if you didn't have the mental side to it where you were fearing the food. Fear comes to how you are mentally perceiving something. Ah! And that's why there is so much to keep in consideration when you are trying to recover. And even after you recover and what you can do to remain recovered... And to also just keep improving your life and yourself. There's so much behind your eating disorder, which is why you cannot just click your fingers and everything will be changed and so much better. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 
Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. As awesome as that would be, I think it's even greater to be able to stick to something and keep working hard on what you want to achieve to then see the results after a while of remaining consistent and stepping out of your comfort zone. And then being like, damn, I put in that work and I'm seeing my life change and I'm feeling better. I'm feeling different. I'm feeling more love for myself. And I have myself to thank for that because I put in all of the hard work. I faced my fears. I challenged what scared me and I overcame the obstacles that were holding me back. And I did that by remaining consistent and challenging my beliefs and challenging the behaviours that I was taking part of. And what a leeway, let's get into another way as to how you can challenge your fear foods. It is working on your limiting beliefs. So as I was just yapping on about the fact that your eating disorder has more to do with just the element of food in general, but the mindset that you have and also the behaviours that you are taking part of, well... That's why when it comes to challenging your fear foods, it's not just about putting physically eating the food, but about the mindset and the mentality that you have about the fear foods. I mean, if you try to eat the foods that you are afraid of eating and saying to yourself in your head, this food is so bad for me. I eat this. I'm going to be so fat. Oh, this is the worst food ever. It's so bad for me. Help. Well, that's not going to help, is it? That's not encouraging you to continue eating your fear foods because that's what you're going to have to do. You need to consistently change your habits. And if you're telling yourself in your head as you're doing it, especially that this is shit and it's going to make you fat and just giving yourself all of these put downs. Well, what the fuck? You are filling your head with the guilt and the shame and the fear, everything that is holding you back from recovering and just filling your head with so many limiting beliefs and thoughts. And it's so important to try to reframe these negative thoughts. Write them down, what it is that you say to yourself that are so negative, and then challenge them. And then try to reframe these negative words or statements that you give yourself. Have negative thoughts on the left and your reframed thoughts on the right. And then look at the difference between your negative thought and your reframed thought. And really ask yourself, why would I want to be telling myself these negative thoughts? 
you need to practice reframing these negative thoughts because the more you give yourself these negative thoughts, the more they stick in your head. And the more you repeat it in yourself, the deeper it becomes a part of the way you think. Just like habits, it will then become harder to change and reframe that mindset. So you need to pinpoint every single time that you give yourself a negative thought, write it down and add it to your list and then reframe it. Even if you drop some water on the floor, you spill your cup over and you're like, oh, what an idiot. Write that down. Write it down. Why are you calling yourself an idiot? Stop it. Retrain your brain from putting yourself down and reach positive words instead of negative ones, especially if it's describing yourself and reframe yourself by calling yourself an idiot to something like, well, at least I know that I am drinking water. Otherwise, I would have had nothing to spill. Find the positive in everything. Stop filling your head with all of these negative words, as harmless as it may seem at the time. It all adds up and your brain is listening to everything that you say and everything that you call yourself and everything you think about yourself. So even if you believe it's harmless at the time, your brain is listening and taking in everything that you're saying. So cut it out. So when it comes to challenging your fear foods, I want you to first of all, make a list. Make a list of your fear foods going from slightly feared to medium feared to extremely feared. Have them each in different sections. And be honest with yourself. You need to be honest with yourself if you want to be able to conquer your fears. Don't leave anything out. Think about it. It's okay if this list takes a couple of days to write or however long. But just get everything down on this piece of paper. And the plan isn't to eat all of these fear foods all together at one time. It would be good to eat a fear food once or twice a week. But try to include in this list even foods that you think preferentially you don't like. So maybe it's not even because you fear them, but you just, you don't like the taste of it. Fair enough. However, possibly your eating disorder has made you believe that you don't like these certain foods for the quote-unquote taste. So, during the challenge of overcoming your fear foods, it may be good to just experiment with these foods that you've claimed you don't like for the taste and see if that was your eating disorder or you just generally think it doesn't taste very good. So make your list of all of your fear foods in order of most anxiety provoking to least. And as you challenge yourself to overcome these fear foods, start with your slightly feared foods and make your way up. Discover just how capable you really are. And the stronger you become, the stronger your ability to overcome obstacles will be. Oh, and leave a section at the end with either tick boxes or if you love highlighters as much as me, Get a bunch of highlighters and every time you've conquered or tried these foods, tick it off, highlight it off. You can even start off with a list where you're going to eventually tick off trying every single one of these foods. And then once you get to a stage where you believe you no longer fear these foods, you highlight them off. So beautiful. See how much you've grown. You've gone from ticking off a food that you feared even trying to eventually not even fearing it at all. Get excited to be able to not only tick, but then highlight off fears that you used to have that are no longer fears of yours anymore. The next thing I want you to do is plan and then action your exposure to these fear foods. I want you to aim for about maybe one or two of your fear foods to try every week. Start with the slightly fearful ones. But plan out what food it is that you are going to eat and when. 
if it helps you as well, even plan with who. So if you have a supporting person in your life that you feel like it would benefit you to have near you when you're trying to eat your fear foods, then plan to eat these foods around them. Let them know the situation, give them a bit of a heads up, and then plan to eat one of your fear foods with them. So start with the slightly fearful and work your way up to your strongly fearful list. And it will take time for you to feel secure in eating all of your fear foods. So when you're planning, make sure you're not overwhelming yourself and trying a new fear food every time. Start off with one and work your way up. It's not a race, but it's about keeping yourself consistent and focused on the goal, which is overcoming your fear foods. So focus on maybe one or two foods each time that you were going to try and overcome. And if it helps when you were eating these fear foods, maybe start off with having a bite of each one. And as you get more comfortable, you can start to try and aim to have a whole meal of it. Because either way, you are stepping out of your comfort zone from eating these fearful foods for you. So step out of your comfort zone, but also give yourself achievable goals. And you might find along the way that having one bite of your fear food didn't challenge you enough, but make that the starting point. So you can see if only one bite of this fear food was challenging, but you did feel like you could have had two bites or maybe half of the meal, then try that next time. It's all about experimenting and getting to know yourself. Not one person's experience of this is going to be exactly the same. So there's no competition. This is about you overcoming your fear foods. So challenge yourself, but also don't overwhelm yourself. And a good way to think of this actually is to think about if you're cooking something. You can always add more to your mixture, but you can't take any out. You're adding cream to your creamy mushroom sauce and you put a little bit in and then you have a taste test and you realize, oh, I could put a little bit more in. So you put a bit more of your cream in the mix and you're like, ah, that's much better. Or you think, oh, I could add a bit more. However, if you put in all of the cream straight into your mushroom sauce and you realize that was way too much, well, it's a bit hard to take it out now, isn't it? That's what my boyfriend said to me and I feel like it helps in the context of what we're talking about today. So thank you. So moral of the story is to start off at a certain point where you have room to grow and learn about what works for you and develop it along the way. The next thing that I want you to do is to keep a fear foods journal for yourself. Track your progress. Track if it was a slightly fearful food you tried today or a more intense one. Track what day you've done this. Track what time. Track where you were. Track if you were with anyone. Track how you felt. Track how much you ate of it. Record if you have any triggers and how you plan to overcome them. And write about how you plan to improve on next time and what you're proud of yourself for doing. Write it all down. And you'll notice that as you go and you challenge yourself with more fear foods, you will see your progress. You will see it in this journal that you wrote yourself. Your entire progress will be there and it will be visible to you. First of all, with triggers, you'll be able to figure out if there was a reoccurring trigger. But also you'll see how your anxiety has decreased and your confidence within yourself and your ability has increased and this journal will also be helpful in times where you may have some doubt about yourself refer to this journal and see your progress and if you feel like you haven't made progress then look through your journal and see if there are any reoccurring patterns that maybe you could improve on this journal will be your way to remember and improve and when you write down what it is that these fear foods are making you feel, like why is it making you anxious, I want you to try your hardest next to that to write a positive statement about it. 
Like you can say food has nutrients and it's going to help me feel re-energized after that. Or if I eat this food, I'm conquering my fears and I'm becoming stronger and more courageous. Try to come up with a positive statement for every fear that you have written. Some may overlap, that's fine. But it's important to try and write something positive for everything that you are fearing so that you can realize that there are other outcomes and ways of thinking about things that you can feel. And this leads to our next point about experimenting what it is that you fear. Keep a note of this as well in your food journal. Have a section where you say what it is that you fear will happen if you eat this food. So let's say one of your fear foods are donuts again. And you fear that if you eat a donut, you're going to gain 100 kilograms. That's obviously an exaggeration, but what you're fearing is gaining weight. So write down your fear next to this food. And when it comes to challenging yourself and eating this donut, check if it comes true. Is your fear reality? Or is this something you've created in your imagination? Did you eat that donut and gain 100 kilograms? And you're doing this to realize that your imagination is not always, if not most of the time, reality. Our brain is very good at making up stories and wanting us to believe this to be the truth. But when imagination goes hand in hand with anxiety, we will create some beyond imaginative, but also destructive thoughts and that we believe to be true. So I want you to experiment and see if they are actually true because you are going to find that majority of the time that your fear is simply your imagination. It is not reality. What I also want you to try to do to overcome these fear of foods that you may have is to write down a list of what it is that you fear and why it is and next to it some strategies that will help you cope with these feelings. And these are the feelings that make you feel like you're going to lead to destructive behaviours. And by writing this list, you're not only being aware of what it is that triggers you to take part of behaviours, which is you being aware of your actions, but you are also trying to strategize and improve your outcome. So if you feel like you're about to emotionally eat, you can go for a walk, go drink a big glass of water, go meditate, have a think about what it is that you are feeling at the moment. If you are trying to avoid something or if you're feeling bored, what is it and why is it that you want to eat? So you're writing down the strategies that will help you overcome these feelings that you were feeling. And when you learn to cope with your feelings, this will also help you be more rational when you are fearing food. Do some breathing exercises. Journal how you're feeling. Go cuddle your puppy or your cat. Learn how to cope with your feelings so that you are able to be more aware when you are thinking irrationally. And with irrational thoughts comes fear. And that's when fear foods come into play. What's also going to help you challenge your fear foods is to pair it with a safe food. And I want you to write down a list as well of all of the safe foods that you feel comfortable eating. Safe foods is what gives you less or no anxiety. So you can try to put your fear food on the same plate as your safe food, or if it makes it easier for you, put it next to your safe food. But either way, try to have it in sight when you eat so that you know what is there. Even having your fear food in your sight is great, because you're telling your fear food that you see it and that it best believe that you are going to challenge the fear that is associated with the food and you're going to overcome it. And pair them together so you have a bit of both. You're still stepping out of your comfort zone because you were eating what scares you. But you were also pairing it with something that makes you feel more at ease. This isn't about putting you into a crazy anxiety, flaming hot Cheeto environment where you're just 
giving yourself all of these really scary foods to eat that you're not used to eating and haven't been accepting in your life for who knows how long. But it's about challenging yourself and you are doing that by eating this fear food at all. So pair it with a safe food. Also, after you challenge one of your fear foods, do a self-loving, self-caring activity afterwards. It can be something fun or something relaxing that you know helps you feel calm and at peace. You are so brave and courageous for challenging your fear foods that you should be congratulating yourself afterwards. Make yourself excited to have these self-care activities, whether it's a bubble bath, going and watching a movie at the cinemas if that's what you enjoy doing, maybe it's a massage. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Maybe it's going for a swim. Who knows? It's whatever makes you feel wholesome and happy and calm. And something that is going to remind you that, hey, if I challenge one of my fear foods, I get to go and do my favorite activity afterwards. Use it as kind of like a reward system for you. Of course, if your fear food day didn't go as well as you hoped to, that's okay. Celebrate trying. But make sure if you refer to last week's episode about making excuses... Make sure you're aware if you are making excuses or you had a valid reason as to why something didn't work out. This whole progress of you recovering and challenging your fear foods will only be successful if you are honest with yourself. That is so important because how can you improve if you're not even honest about what it is that needs to be changed? Tell me. Tell me. What's also going to help you is when you take every bite of your fear food and food in general, especially if you're trying to intuitively eat, is to give yourself some positive affirmations. You can make it targeted to recovery or your body or eating or just in general positive affirmations. So I'm going to give you a few as an example. So thank you, recovery warriors, for these great affirmations. So we have recovery means both my body and my brain are walking the same path hand in hand. I will fight this illness and feed myself, not fight myself and feed this illness. I am safe, I am loved, I am wise. 
write this all on a t- this is Ali talking by the way it's not the quote write this all on a t-shirt write it on your coffee mug again write it somewhere where it's visible for you write all of these on your phone notes so that whenever you're eating you can look at these notes and think yep I'm going to say this with every bite that I take as I chew I'm going to repeat this to myself it's like how I say when you drink water, you give yourself positive affirmations as well. Just just chuck them in whenever you can. Make it so frequent that it becomes so stuck in your head that even if you didn't want to say it, it's not possible because you deserve to fill your head with positive thoughts. So do this, okay? Another one is, if I do what I've always done, I'll get what I've always gotten. Damn, that's a good one. I have to go through it to get through it. Another one is, I'm strong. We have anxiety, depression, and my emotions won't last forever. But if I use their behaviors, my eating disorder will. Another one is, I am enough. You can also say, I deserve to recover. My eating disorder no longer serves me. I can sit in discomfort. It will not last forever and I will learn from it. I am worth more than a number. Yes, it is hard and I can do hard things. Time and trust. Trust and time. Food will not hurt me as much as my eating disorder will hurt me. This will pass. I can be happy. I need to keep fighting. I didn't quote unquote let myself go. I let myself live. I am stronger than my eating disorder. You are stronger than your eating disorder. You are. So go find all of the affirmations that are going to help you push through. Because yes, it's going to be challenging eating your fear foods. But think about everything I just said. Think about all of those beautiful quotes. You need to push through it in order to see and feel changes. Be kind to yourself. Which is our next tip, of course, about being self-compassionate. These feelings that you are feeling are real. But you're acknowledging that you're struggling and you understand that what you are feeling now is not how you want to feel forever. So listen to yourself. Be understanding as to why you feel the way you feel. You may not want to feel this way forever, and that's okay. That shows that you want to be in a better place. But it is you that is going to have to get yourself to this better place. And to do that, you have to not give in to these thoughts. Acknowledge them. Say, hi, I fucking see you. I feel you. I know what you're trying to do to me, but then still challenge them. And you can challenge your thoughts, acknowledge what you are feeling, understand why you're feeling the way that you are, and then strive to be better than your thoughts. And also remember that your imagination is not always your reality. So be kind to yourself. Be kind! Be gentle with yourself and be proud of yourself that you are trying to conquer what scares you. Not everyone will try to step out of their comfort zone and challenge their fears. But that is something that you are trying to do. And that alone is something to be kind and compassionate and congratulate with yourself for. Be self-compassionate and understand, acknowledge and accept that what you are feeling is real. It's real what you are feeling. It's affecting you and you just want to be better than your thoughts. But don't avoid your feelings. Don't pretend they're not there or that they're not a valid thing to be feeling. You're feeling them, so acknowledge that. It is so important to acknowledge what it is that you are feeling because otherwise, once again, how are you supposed to work on something that you are not first acknowledging? So be compassionate with yourself, be kind, and be open to change. 
Also, after every interaction that you have with some of your fear foods, reflect on what has happened. If it didn't go as you hoped it would, ask yourself what was it that triggered you? What was challenging? Is there something that you would have done differently? What tools or what strategies could help you overcome this obstacle next time? And of course, with all of this, I want you to make sure to include what it is that you are proud of yourself for. And this includes even challenging your fear foods at all. Having the fear food in your sight, attempting to eat it, whatever it is, make sure to include what you are proud of yourself for. Fill your mind with all of the achievements that you have, no matter how big or how small it seems. You are trying to lift yourself up, build your confidence up, and show yourself that you are capable of making these changes. And you are proving this by your own actions. I also want you to start having slow and deep breaths before you eat your fear foods. This helps you get into a rest and digest mode. And this rest and digest mode helps you to be more at ease, which will obviously help you when you're trying to conquer your fear foods. And taking deep breaths before you eat may also help you digest your food properly. So take these slow and deep breaths. It will only help you get to a calmer state. And you can, of course, always meditate as well. All right. And now with that, let's summarize all of the ways that will help you challenge eating your fear foods, which I know you can do. So number one is to familiarize yourself by imagining yourself eating your fear foods before. Number two is to work on your limiting and negative beliefs. Write them down and rephrase them. Number three is to make a list of all of your fear foods. After that, plan and action your exposures. And then keep a fear food diary. The next tip is to then experiment your fears. See if they're real. Are they reality or are they your imagination? The next tip is to learn to cope with your feelings. And tip number eight is to pair a fear food with a safe food. Tip number nine is to perform a self-care activity after you face a fear food challenge. Tip number 10 is to give yourself positive affirmations while you eat your fear foods. Tip number 11 is to practice your self-compassion. Tip number 12 is to reflect on what you've learned after every interaction that you have with your fear foods. Give yourself the positives and also how you can improve. And of course, take deep breaths to help you rest and digest before you eat and after even. And meditate, of course, that's your little bonus extra tip that I'm always going to suggest. <laughs> so thank you so much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. As always, you are capable of achieving anything that you set your mind to. So go and conquer the world, go conquer your eating disorder. And once you overcome your eating disorder, who knows what you can conquer? You can do anything that you set your mind to, okay? And it's important that you believe that. So with that, take care. Challenge your fear foods. Challenge the world. Challenge your eating disorder. And remember to eat with Allie. <laughs>